Hi there, it's Caitlin here, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to speak to those ELA teacher listeners who may not know a whole lot about EB Academics, where we came from, what our mission is, or our why behind what we do. To put it simply, Jessica and I were both ELA teachers in middle school classrooms, and together we knew there had to be a better way for teaching, not just sustainably, but to make it actually enjoyable for ourselves. And this is why we set out to develop the EB Writing Program and the EB Teachers Club. Our mission is simple, help middle school ELA teachers take back their time outside of the classroom by providing them with engaging lessons, planning framework, and support so that they can become the best version of themselves, both inside and outside of the classroom. We know firsthand the burden that educators carry daily, and we want to help teachers find that work-life balance they so desperately need and deserve. This all starts with a decision to make a change. Even just a small one can have a huge impact on your teaching career. So if you think you might be ready to try something new because you know you simply cannot continue the way that you have been, then I'd invite you to take a moment to check out the EB Writing Program or the EB Teachers Club by visiting the links in the description of the podcast. We know if you are hearing this message now, then you are already working on improving your craft. With that being said, we hope you know you are capable of change. Teaching doesn't have to be life-draining but it can be life-giving. We hope you continue to support you inside one of our programs. And in the meantime, we'll see you back here on the podcast each week. I know you're probably feeling the pressure of state testing season coming up here soon, but before you start turning your classroom into a drill sergeant boot camp, I want to remind you that you don't need to teach the test. I know it's so tempting, right? You see those shiny test prep packets online and you think that This is exactly what my students need to ace the state test, but I invite you to consider that teaching to the test would be like only feeding your child zucchini. (laughs) Sure, it's good for them, but a well-rounded diet is obviously so much better. Think about it. If all you do is focus on the material that's going to be on the test, you're ignoring all of the other important stuff that your students really get to learn right in your classroom. And besides, it's just not fun for them. And I imagine it would not be very much fun for you. Think about if all you ate was zucchini day in and day out, that would be gross and boring. So instead of only focusing on just test prep leading up to state testing, flip the script and incorporate some fun test prep activities into your existing curriculum. So you don't have to abandon that novel unit that you're on and just drop everything to review testing vocabulary and do practice questions for a few weeks. Instead, what you can do is you can take a class period or two, and you can go over some common direction words that students will encounter on state testing. And that's something that I talk about in part one of our test prep series that's called Expert Tips for Getting Your Students to Ace Their Multiple Choice Tests. So you can go watch that video too for how we suggest you incorporate that into your classroom. And once students are familiar with those specific words, then you can start to see, you know, how can you incorporate them into your existing curriculum, into your lesson plans, So if you're in the middle of a novel or a short story unit or even an informational text unit, you might wanna consider how you can make some or all of these words just show up every day in some capacity. It could be in a Socratic seminar and all the questions that students are discussing include one of those direction words. Or perhaps it's a silent debate where you hang poster boards around the classroom. You know I'm talking about silent debate. And each poster has a question related to your current text that includes one of those direction words, right? Students would silently walk around, write their answers to the questions, as well as responding to their classmates' answers. 
and you have those direction words embedded. Maybe it's an investigation trail. And investigation trails are so much fun for your students. It totally hooks them. It simultaneously serves as test prep and review for whatever it is that you're currently working on in class. It can be a literature unit, a grammar concept, even a certain writing style. And an investigation trail is a teaching strategy in which students work in small groups to answer a series of questions posted around the room. And each question includes multiple choice answers for students to choose from. And depending on what answer they choose, they're then directed to another question in the room. And you'll notice that if they answer each question correctly, students will then complete a full loop of all the questions, right? They'll be led to the next correct questions, etc. But if they find themselves at a question that they've already answered, that indicates to them that at least one of their answers was incorrect. And to incorporate test prep into your existing curriculum, you can create an investigation trail for whatever you're currently studying in class. It can be identifying main idea and in informational text or connotations and denotations, finding relevant evidence, whatever concept it is that you wanna come up with. But whatever it is, you're gonna come up with 10 questions that have multiple choice answers. Now to tie this into test prep, you wanna make sure that all of those questions include those commonly found direction words that we mentioned earlier. And the tricky part is assigning which questions students go to depending on their answer. And what's great is there are plenty of these pre-made templates online for investigation trails. So you can save yourself time not having to think about where each question should direct students to, right? So you can find something like that online. And a quick teacher hack here, if you wanna save yourself even more time, have your students work in groups to create all of the questions and all of the answers, making sure that they use those direction words. And I love this because this is like extra, extra review for your existing curriculum and test prep because students are not only coming up with the questions, but they're making sure that they've included the correct answer among the answer choices. And then they get to participate in every other group's questions in those investigation trails. It's such a win-win. And then what you can do is after you check each group's work, you can plug in information to your ready-made investigation trail template. So when it's time for students to participate in the actual investigation trail, you can divide them into small groups and place each group at one of the question stations that you've set up around your room. Doesn't matter where students begin as they will all eventually complete a loop. And you can even give each group an investigation trail answer tracker so that they can organize all of their answers really easily. So whether it's using a Socratic seminar, a silent debate, an investigation trail, some other activity, I want you to remember that it's perfectly okay and even encouraged to not just teach to the test in those weeks leading up to state testing. State testing is just one piece of the puzzle. By focusing on broader, deeper learning that ties into your existing curriculum, you'll set your students up for success in the long run. All right, it's time to go forth and conquer those state tests without turning into a boot camp drill sergeant. You've got this.